0: Hey everybody, just a reminder that Monday, January 30th, instead of recording our episode at the usual time, we are going to be broadcasting live. Time to be announced
1: soon, so stay tuned. Not only that, we're going to be live at, where are we going to be, Dusty? (laughs) West Coast, Iron. Together. It's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to this. Mutant's bringing me out. Mutant's bringing you out too, Dusty, because you're doing a a thing with Ron. Yes, we have a whole week there.
0: Cool. Absolutely. We're in, just letting it all
1: out of the bag,
0: right now. It's out. <laughs> Tune in. There you go. Do I look okay with the toque? Is this okay? I like it. It, it looks, looks hard to Is this gonna fly? I don't look like I'm like trying to be
2: twelve years old. No, <laughs> no, no. We act like we're you know, twelve. We're good. And besides, yeah. I got some I, fire I, topics <laughs> today. So there's
0: a couple yeah. of times. Couple of times I've been at the mall wearing like. Jordan pants and my West Coast iron hoodie and, yeah. you know, a mutant T-shirt. And then, like, my chucks will match my hat. Yeah. And then I'll walk past a family that looks like they've got, like, a bit of money. And, the, you know, the families that dress their kids, like, cool. Yeah. They pull yeah. Them they've got a little closer. extra cash. they got a little they got a little extra cash? So you walk by and they've got like a 10-year-old and he's wearing basically exactly the same outfit as me. He's got like <laughs> Chucks that match his hat and like, you know, Nike pants and like a cool hoodie. And I'm like, oh my God, I dress like a child.
1: And then you realize you're the same age as the dad? You're yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's, yeah. There you go. Or older, right?
0: actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I don't know. I I saw the other day Jordan Peterson was... Talking about dressing like a man, you know, and like he's big on like you know he always wears suits and ties. And I'm like, oh man, I fail this one real bad. I got my room cleaned, I'm doing good, but the the dressing like a man part, I don't
2: know. Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't actually. I, I don't even have a suit that technically fits anymore.
1: So. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I do
0: have a couple. Fortunately, I'm uh, a couple. I got made like you know. Within the last couple of years, so they they do fit, but yeah, Rod never doesn't.
1: knows like when he's gonna have to go on the Olympia stage and hand out a trophy or something, you know.
0: Hey, man, you know Bob might like like hurt his knee or something, huh? and they might next
1: thing you know, you know, like
0: I never know, like it might be like something that happens there, like maybe he eats bad shellfish at lunch, yeah, and all of a sudden the finals are coming and Bob's like out of commission, like thousand yeah. percent out of commission.
1: There's <clears throat> no way he's Dusty pulling it and I off. could possibly make that happen you know you know <laughs> get you in there Get awesome. you in there. and then and then also
0: too also too this requires that all of the actually talented people are already busy doing live streams for like
1: oh, pay-per-view
0: yeah, yeah. you know like so like a lot of the people that they turn to are actually already doing something so they're there like you are Extra yeah. desperate, and I just happened to be there. Dusty, we're gonna have a busy a, um, on.
1: a busy Olympia next time, making sure that people are wish- busy. You know what I'm saying? Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> well, Nancy That's Carrigan what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Oh God, hope Bob you know. doesn't see this. We like Bob. Sorry, Bob. Yeah,
0: yeah no. <laughs> I think I script. I, I think I script too many names.
2: Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a
0: problem. No. Actually, I do pretty good. I do yeah. pretty good with names. I even, I even like. There's a couple times I surprised myself. I like rolled a couple R's, just hammered him. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Oh, Ruffles name, you know that Ryan. you know you know that that's a like a you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just have have that's... a bit of fun with it. So I guess we should intro the show. Um, like, share, subscribe, comment,
2: and ring the bell. Holy. I
0: was like, wait, I'm I like, say it.
2: Give me the that end. Was the ultimate
0: alley oop. That was the slow motion pass. <laughs> and then they slow it down and it almost hangs above the rim. And then the second guy comes in, bam. Yeah. Ooh, that was scary. It's a
2: big moment.
1: I didn't know if it was going to happen.
0: The hit alley the, the, the oop the is one of the coolest things in sports.
2: Oh, yeah. The alley oop and the bicycle the- kick in soccer. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: and also, too, oh, like, Dusty, I mean, let's give credit to, like, a beautiful one-timer, you know, like oh, a yeah. nice pass from, a nice pass from, like, the side up, bam, you know, like, top corner. Just flawless. Yeah. yeah. So what are we talking about today? We actually, we actually have a great we have a guest, guest this week. Yeah. We have a great doing. guest this week, and you will have already seen that show, but yeah, we haven't no. done that show yet We haven't. in our world In our world, this is the first show, and then we will do the guest. But you will see them days later. The other way around. Yeah, it's gonna be live. So crazy. We can't really promote
1: it because we're like, hey guys, go (laughs) back in time and watch the live episode. But if you hadn't seen it, it will be syndicated. You know, they could go back and, and watch that Aceto episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like that word syndicated. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Can
0: we actually use that word? Like, that's really cool to be able to use that word. I just oh, yeah. want to use it.
1: I'm the producer. We can yeah. do whatever we want. Yeah. Except oh, for okay. swears. Yes. Except for swears. <laughs> We're not allowed to do Except that. Except for swears <laughs> in the first 30 minutes of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I've had a I've had I a bunch
0: love. of people tell me. I've had a bunch of people tell me it's the first 30 minutes. They're like, here's the, the first deal. 30 minutes. After that, you can do whatever you want. It's I'm the like, first
1: like minute. Is if, if it's in there, it's a guaranteed. And then this is where it becomes a gray area. They say, or if it is throughout. So what does throughout mean? Does throughout mean two? Throughout definitely means five. If you hear the F word five times, it's it's out. So it's, Five it's times? It's throughout. That is so yeah.
2: low. Yeah. That's almost impossible.
1: <laughs> well, for us, it has been impossible. I've really so struggled to speak
2: since we started doing this. there <laughs> like, are letting Ron, take all the heat. <laughs> F bombs over. yeah <laughs> Did you did you see that Scott that Ron sent us from uh from Goodwill Hunting? I didn't see that Where'd one, they... no. Oh man. So they were Oh you didn't see that video?
0: I, I I put it in the Instagram chat, but I know you're not on there much. Yeah. But it was uh one of those uh uh it was Matt Damon. What was he talking about, Dusty? The number of F
2: bombs? Yeah, the number of F bombs because they wrote Goodwill Hunting. And they were like – they said, can we make it PG-13? And he said, well, how would you do that? And they're like, you have to lower the number of F-bombs. And he was like, all right, well, how low does that have to get? And they were like, five. And he's like, well, where are we at? And they're like, 147.
1: <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
2: and then, easy, they, easy. And then they, they, sh- they show one section with him just talking, like one scene. Yeah. And he drops it four times and then um, – yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, who's, the, who's the uh Ben, um, ben Affleck. Therapist. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the therapist in that show. Oh, was, Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams yeah. bobs it twice in that one. And I'm like, they're at six right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like 30
0: second clip, and they're at six, yeah. I did see and the... he goes, go he goes, but we're from South Boston, we just wrote it like a conversation, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and we would just say it, and then we go, okay, we have to write that down, and then we go, how would you say this? And he go, I'd say this, okay, we write that down. And that's what they got. 147. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just natural. If you live in Boston, I did see I was the gonna clip. Say, if you've ever said, been there, it's true. <laughs> was it the, the lady who looked like Jim Carrey? I saw her, that poor lady. Yeah, that was great. eh? Yeah. I'll see if I can drop that in here too. post-production. That was, yeah, it was amazing. But she's, she could laugh at herself, which is the thing that I think we all should get better at. You know what I'm saying? Like, She She was hilarious. Yeah, she's funny about it.
2: freaking hilarious. She was freaking hilarious. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's that's all she was was freaking hilarious. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It's so so funny. um, Can
2: we talk about excitement that I got today when Nick and Constantine text me? See you in a couple of days. I didn't know they were filming us next week. (gasps) Oh,
1: Oh. You that is exciting,
2: that. I didn't. I was yeah. very stoked to hear that, yes, yeah, I, so I tell love the shooting people
1: what does this even mean filming what's going on
0: well we're 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 having a mutant uh little mutant uh content party for a oh, week, okay, and we're bringing yes. bringing bringing people in, so' to, for... uh, make a bunch of stuff at the at the gym up here,
1: yeah, so what does that look like exactly like what cause see for people who are on the outside like me. Uh, yeah, we, we don't know what that is. Plus, I I have something to tell you. Okay, too, but i wait. I was going to say okay, you're well, not part the outside anymore. But go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, you know, for example, the Vegas, we did a mutant mansion. We call a mutant mansions. It's like the just the the, the thing we call it in the in house, so that we we know what's up. And it's uh, we we all met in a uh, Airbnb in Vegas, a really nice big house. It had like, well. F bombing, freaking ten bedrooms. Yeah, it had like yeah two two huge kitchens, ten bedrooms, and anyways, we just you know lived in this house for a week, and we we had a schedule like okay, you know you guys are training in the morning, you guys are training midday, you guys are training in the late afternoon.
1: Yeah,
0: and and they and you know Nick and Constantine would you know go with the groups and shoot the content and gather kitchen and, and, you know, meal, meal prep content while we're at the house at night, you know, we'd all make our dinner and they'd film it and we'd, and then they'd collect some, you know, candid stuff. You never know when you're going to get something good. Just filming everyone sitting around the table eating, you know, that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of that going on. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's pretty fun. Like, you know, just hanging out and getting, you know, getting fed and I mean, you're cooking your own meals, but you know, you are just sitting around eating and talking and training and
1: yeah, that's cool. And
0: I'll have to take, I'll have (laughs) to take time off of like actual work to go film that sort of stuff with mutant that week. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's pretty fun, pretty fun change.
1: Yeah, that is cool. So can I, can I tell them guys what's going on here?
2: You, you should tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, um i don't i i'm gonna be there well i'm gonna kind of be yeah. there i'm flying out i just i just talked to them today george and uh i'm gonna come out i believe on sunday so that we can record the podcast together live on monday and ron already checked his internet like we can do this thing live from west coast iron next week it'll be a few days after this one comes out
2: yeah unreal yeah that's really awesome
1: It's crazy. My mind's kind of blown by that. I know for you guys, like, how many times have you guys done Mutant Mansion type things? Because I know you guys go, like, back to... Ron, you've told stories of being, like, at Venice Beach with Rich Piana, and you've been doing this stuff for a long time, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years. Yeah. It's crazy. First first Mutant Mansion was in 2013. We organized that.
1: What did it feel like to you the first time you were invited to do something like that?
0: Well, um... You know, Mutant was pretty ahead of a lot of other companies on the YouTube channels. Like, I remember those days. I remember uh, going to Denver, for example, um, for a Mutant Mansion, and we shot at Armbrist Gym all week, and it was Rich Piana, Johnny Jackson, myself, Ronaldo Gary, Gabe Moan. We had, like, a big team, and... And there, and you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, Jonathan was working for us in house. He shot all of Phil Heath's DVDs. Jonathan's a good friend of ours, but he worked for mutant for a while. And he was like, Phil, Heath's guy that shot all of his DVDs, like becoming 13 and still, still the, Mm -hmm. still, still the one or whatever. And all those DVDs, he shot all that. So he was shooting our stuff. It looked awesome. Like everything was, it was really cool, you know? And, uh, and, and obviously I wasn't even a pro. So like, I was like. Really, lo- like, really fortunate because there wasn't a lot of amateurs that were getting paid and flown around yeah. and shot and filmed like on quality film, like with like a real video, like, real, like, you know, uh, you know, filmographer, yeah you know, like, John- Jonathan was like a documentary film guy and he was yep. working for Mutant, so like, the stuff looked awesome, yeah. his stuff was fantastic, and so it was really cool because I'd like. You know, I'd even look better in the video than I actually looked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It was like the first time I was like, oh, wow, like this is actually part of why, you know, everyone looks great because they're getting shot with, you know, really high quality cameras and like, you know, produced well. And, yeah. you know, so it makes a big difference. And, and of course, the industry standard is, is that on your phone now yeah you know yeah really right is. like back then back in 2012 like you had to have like a guy and he had to have like a f- nice camera yeah you know and all that was a couple f-bombs in there for you <laughs> only one you're, you're
1: noticing now that's the, the it's yeah noticing progressing. yeah yeah around so now. so Progress. so yeah.
0: the horse is being broken as my grandpa would say there's <laughs> <laughs> no longer a stallion <laughs> <laughs> Ron's been neutered. He's been snipped. He's been snipped. What? Yeah. No, it's just no wondering. more. No more roaming the prairie, spreading his seed. Because to me, yeah. it's like
1: this is really, really exciting. I see myself as yeah. being more like one of our listeners. You know what I mean? And just a fan of the sport, and having followed Mutant for a really long time to actually get to come out and and are and they believe in our podcast, which is really cool, you know. And they're gonna yeah. make this happen. So it's not like they have some sort of like ulterior motives, you know what I'm saying? It's just like they just see something that's cool, and they're gonna support that. So I, I yeah. have to say thank yeah, you, you know. I, I, yeah. I want to from the bottom of my heart. Like this is gonna be freaking amazing, and hopefully I don't yeah. break things, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully like it no, works, no. you know.
0: And, <laughs> and and you know we we never uh, we we never make a big deal out of any of the stuff that comes to the gym because you know. We we always want like you know for example if let's just say Chris called us and said he was going to come and train we wouldn't like announce it to our members right because we want to like keep it like you know low key so so uh, we never announce anything you know people just show up and that's one of the fun things about you know you know like you know like who who's going to show up next week at our gym right
1: that's cool it's pretty
0: cool you know we're bringing Dusty up you know Uh, uh, Jamie's coming too right Yep Jamie's coming Yep the whole crew you know the whole crew minus uh, Sean yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone's coming, so it's going to be fun. Andrea's coming, so it's going to be great.
2: Nice. You know? Donna will be there. So,
1: yeah. Andrea's coming? Yep. Nice.
2: Yeah, Donna's coming.
1: She said that it was important. She wanted to sign the wall. She's going <laughs> to paw print. It. She's like, boom, right there. Well, paw print. I'm excited to see what the wall looks like now, because the last time I was there, excuse me, I don't think it had nearly as many signatures as I've seen in pictures since.
0: So, the wall has an interesting... The, the the wall has, the wall has swallowed a lot of the signatures, is how I put it, which is kind of a True. interesting way to look at it. What happened was the sun bleached a lot of them off.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So I get to sign it for the first time this trip. Yeah. Second. So it's it's it's. I mean, it's kind of cool because it's like interesting. You wonder like what signatures are gone off the wall. You know. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, uh, you know, the first three years we were open, uh, the sun was just hitting that wall through the window. Yeah. And then we, you know, we spent like eight grand and we got all the windows, like 80% heat blocked
1: Ooh, nice. with
0: like the UV tint. Like we got that whole South and East wall of the gym upstairs and downstairs, just completely heat tinted. Yeah. Cause if I, I recall it dro- it, it's like
1: all windows in the front.
0: Oh yeah. So, and it dropped the internal temperature of the gym in the summertime, dropped it five degrees. Nice. So, like, a huge difference. Like, if it's a hot day, 25 yeah. is a lot different than 30.
1: Yeah. Oh Yeah.
0: You saw yeah. Celsius. Like, crazy difference, right? So, anyways, it was a, a really good deal. And then we realized that that's what had happened to the wall because the signatures stopped fading, basically.
1: Huh.
0: And we're like, ah, shit. Okay. So, we lost a bunch of them. But, you know, everyone can re-sign if they have to. If you can't find yourself on the wall at West Coast, let us know.
1: Well, I have to tell people then too. <clears throat> so if we, we might not have a set time, we might be recording at normal time. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that, but that'll be on Monday. So we always record on Mondays. It's not going to come out on Wednesday like it normally does. We're going to do this on a Monday. So you guys will have to, you know, tune in, get your week started right with a little bit of uh, it's just bodybuilding, right? There you
0: go. So that's in, that's not, yeah. Is that, that's ne- next week?
1: Yeah. It's going to be next, next week. week, like a week for the day. fast. Crazy.
0: So they're going to get their episode
2: forward in time, is what's going to happen. There's a lot going on right now. There's a lot, are, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a lot.
2: Our episodes are out of order. We got, like, Inception going on. There's a lot.
1: There's a lot. Yeah. Dusty there's hasn't even lot. signed the I mean, wall yet, but he did. This is weird. Yeah, but yeah. I did, but I
2: didn't. Because I did. But it's yeah. not there. Well, you know yeah. why? They took it off after I died. Um, <laughs> now, I decided, by the way, we, we came up with this this weekend, since AD has already been used by someone else, okay. we're going with ADD after Dusty Dye. Dusty. Dye. So that's kind of our ADD. thing. I don't want to copy There's someone like else a- with the beard. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. no good. Hey, here's a
0: here's a here's a quiz. Here's a quiz question for you guys. All right. Who was the first Who was the first pro to ever sign the wall at West Coast Iron?
1: Ooh. I feel like I should know this. You didn't sign your own and wall it, first. I know that much. So it's not going to be you. I feel like I should know uh, it too.
2: I'll give
0: you a hint. He trained there the day before we opened and he signed it.
2: Trained the day before you opened this? is I got nothing. Who is
1: it? Somebody that knew Bum, them well Bumstead. enough. Was it Chris? Really? Bumstead, was the yeah, Bumstead.
2: Huh.
0: Bumstead was the first. Bumstead to, was to, the first pro to train at our gym and the first pro Dang. to sign the wall. He's, and did he have to resign? Been, yeah. <laughs> I'm he might have, you know. I mean, I can still see his
2: signature though. For
0: some reason, I can still find him on the wall. So
2: because he know. he comes through like you can't take bumps the sun can't even move bumstead from first the Sun place. can't even erase his signature yeah <laughs> yeah
1: we had an over under yeah. question about chris's mustache today by the way just to give you a little little preview on that one too, i'm Mike. excited yeah we got a listener uh critique too he sent us in a oh, contest picture let's hear and it. stuff like that you got you want to do that oh that was like a critique oh. of us no no i thought you meant i thought you meant like and- Yeah. Uh, no, we did get some stuff though too about the uh, Ron's delicious meat. They a lot of people oh. want to get that. By um, the way,
2: I'm. We can take this in the U.S. now. I have a guy. So if we ooh. wanna, if you if you'd like yeah. to uh, delve into Dusty's pockets, we can bring in the U.S. too. Just saying, just a thought. Just okay,
1: rolling that out there. I know where okay. you guys can advertise okay. that at no cost, you know. And we <laughs> can still stick it with bronze meat because Dusty's
2: meat's seen enough. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> this is the A D D Dusty. So <laughs>
0: my my meat is like half full of good old stories and then half full of shame. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, we've all got some slump busters. It's fine. Um uh, for slump busters. <laughs> uh, oh, great. Man. All right,
1: roll it, roll it out, Scott. What do we got here? All right. Um, well we did have a bunch of questions. We had I'll I'll start with this one just because I feel like it's it's um it's a timely question. Being that this is the toward the end of January, the New Year's resolutioners are you know all hitting it hard in the gym. Uh, the question is from Jim McDonald. He gave us a bunch of over unders last week. He says, "Jim, nice, uh, let's see. My gym has gotten so crowded over the past few weeks that it's peeing me off." Uh, and many Did of you my, say that? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be real careful here. And many okay. of the long term <sighs> members, <laughs> um, you pretty much have to base your workouts on what's available or come at uh, in undesirable times, undesirable to me at least. Uh, this didn't just start at the new year, but it's a, definitely at a whole new level. My question is whether it is reasonable to expect the gym owner or management to only sell the amount of memberships that the place can handle. It seems like they're, uh, they've been running sales, even though the place is beyond capacity. Uh, I know I could vote with my wallet, but I'd also leave money on the table uh, if I were to try and break my contract.
2: I have an answer for that. Simple. Gyms sell memberships far beyond capacity because most gyms' members don't come in. Mm. So people don't realize that is these, and, and this isn't picking on resolutioners, but anyone who signs a new membership, the majority of signatures sign and do not come in and use and keep their membership for extended periods of time beyond not using them. So, although to him it is a pain, If I own the gym, I'm selling all of them because the percent that are staying is low. The percent are gonna pay for a year, two years. I mean, I know people that have been members for years, but walking into the gym and canceling that membership is akin to admitting they're quitting. People really don't. I mean, my little gym here, I say little, it's 25,000 square feet, but they have 8,000 members at this gym. Trust and believe 8,000 people are not walking in there multiple days a week. Ron. yeah i mean
0: the you know the the corporate gym the reason the corporate gym is marketed the way it is is because that's what actually sells the most memberships so and you know they're like for example i had a friend that managed a, a gold's in another city and um he told me that his average member came once every nine days hmm wow and um and apparently that was really good. Like head office had said something like, oh, wow. Like how did you get that number? Cause like the lower, the better, right? It means they have like mm-hmm. all these, you know, cause then, you know, also factor in that if nobody comes equipment's not getting worn out, yeah. nothing breaks, like the water usage will be low, like everything, you know, the, the less people come and just pay their membership, the better. So that's actually the ideal situation for most gyms. So you know, so, but, you know, for example, at West Coast, our average member comes four times a week,
1: which is pretty good. Is awesome. Know? in the yeah. other direction. Yeah. You know, because so, people are
2: really using your gym.
0: Yeah. So the downside is we don't have a bunch of inactive members that would really help the bottom line. But most of our mm-hmm. members come to the gym all the time, you know, yep. but so it's, a, it's, it's a slightly different model. So, you know, it's, you just, you have to run your gym differently.
2: People have to understand that gyms are like all businesses are run in a way where they are trying to figure out. I mean, I shouldn't say all, but trying to figure out the best way to maximize their business model. Um, For example, tanning salons. A lot of tanning salons, and one of them locally here, switched to where you can only come every twenty-four hours, not as in Monday once, Tuesday once, as in twenty-four hours later. Yeah. And the reason that that is a huge success for them financially is, odds are you can't come at the exact same time. Right. So one day you come late. Now the next day you can't go that late. So you just skip a day. The amount of times their tanning beds get used gets chopped way down and members are up in arms. They're like, this is inconvenient. And they have no idea. It's on purpose. Yeah. It literally yeah. slows down the amount that your beds yeah. get used. You're getting the same amount of money. And from a business standpoint, it's a good move. You know, I just quit yeah. a tanning membership for that. Yeah, and I laughed because I knew what they were doing. I'm like genius, but messes me up. So see ya.
1: I thought it was like a law or something, like to protect you from yourself or you know cancer. That's what they like
2: sell that. you on. Yeah, but yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's every day it, is is at least here that it's every day is the law. Yeah. But they can't force you to track the hours. So uh, it's a genius way to to dance around it and block you. Because think about it, if you usually go at three, and then something happens today, and you go at five. Now tomorrow yeah. at three, you're there. Yeah, you just skip. You're not coming back in two hours because then that's going to keep it going down the line. You know, it's uh, it's genius, actually. But so what about
1: what about the training part? So the other end of things, how have you guys dealt with it dealing with a, a busy gym? You know, how do you handle figuring out your workouts and working around all these people, say, New Year's resolutioners or whatever?
0: I just remember that <clears throat> all that really matters is that you load, you know, load the muscle in a plane of motion that it does. Like what does that muscle do? Like if you're doing biceps, you have to load it this way. Like all you have to do is a curl like you, like the exercises we do <clears throat> they they they're not that different from one another you know what I mean you can you can get in there if all you can get is that one plate loaded chest machine then just do instead of doing two working sets on that two working sets on incline dumbbell two working sets on you know machine fly you could just do four working sets on the one press machine that you got your hands on because it's crazy that day two in a row. Two in a row. You're
1: killing it's, us. You're killing just, trying us. To, just trying to remind you, Figure a little mindfulness. Bring a little mindfulness back in. Save me an hour yeah. of editing.
2: He's getting passionate right now. He's
1: passionate. That's the thing. You, you just hear see what happens. You hear when
2: he's telling Emily how much he loves her. Yeah. It's it's really <laughs> full of f bombs. I sound like okay. I'm from
0: South Boston. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. No, but it's you're you're right, Ron. It's it's that. And if you are someone like like me, when I was going out and doing DC training, then the word that he used was inconvenient. And my answer to that is what about bodybuilding is convenient. So if I must train on certain pieces of equipment, then I go to the gym when that will be feasible or I will take Ron's mindset, you know, because nothing about being a bodybuilder is convenient. So I kind of throw that out the window. I mean, if I had to, I would train at midnight. Like it doesn't, you alter your plans. You know The way I do it now is I actually find that new members are more respectful. They might not know everything and make some little errors, but it's the long timers that are the ones that are supersetting 19 pieces of equipment and all that crap. You know what I mean? So usually I'll be ultra nice to people right out the gate. And that usually comes with questions down the line, which is good. And it also comes with courtesy if I'm even glancing at a piece of equipment. They will be like, are you going to use that? I'm like, as soon as you're done. Yeah. Like no rush, you know, but they do. Yeah. They realize like, oh, that big guy there is really nice. Um, You know, and he answers my questions. And next thing you know, I think people really underestimate the power of just not being a douche.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I I have to hop on that because we never have any issues at, at our gym because we have like a bit of a whatever you'd call it, like relationship with the other people that train there, you know, mm-hmm. like we just walk over and like stand close to the pec deck and the guy in the pec decks, like two more guys. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, Hey, thanks. You know, awesome. We're just chill. No, no worries. We just did a hard set, you know, and we'll just hang out. And, um, we don't even ask like half the time that's, they just see, like, it's just, it's everyone kind of, you know, if it's a, the the community is right at the gym, everyone kind of has this sort of, you know, symbiotic sort of understanding of what's going on. Yeah. You know,
1: I, I remember doing a, um, what was it? It was like the, I because I, I tried to do that same thing, you know, be really friendly to people. I remember one time when I did kind of lose it a little bit, this lady, I was so I was doing I was on a, a tricep press down with cable and and I decided I was going to do a rest pause on this. <laughs> So just one set and it took me, you know, five minutes or whatever to warm up to my one set and, you know, do as many reps as you can and then wait 20 seconds and then as many reps as you can wait 20 seconds. I do that first part and then I go to wait 20 seconds and I had my headphones in and I'm looking at my phone and I kind of like just stepped away over here. And when I turn around, this personal trainer lady who was new had come in and she like switched out to a different handle and changed the weight. And I'm just like, I was literally like turning around to put my hands on the handles. I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, oh, don't worry. We're we're just gonna work in with you. We'll be just a couple minutes. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, that that comes with an ask first situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, but see, even that, Scott, I can successfully guide you in the most ridiculing way <laughs> and say it in a way that is nice and you apologize yeah. every time yeah very good at freak you in the most polite way you've ever seen i probably like oh i
1: would wish i had that like looking back i wish i had that but i was in that mindset where like i had already turned it on you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it was gonna go in the weights, but because I couldn't, and she was there instead. D
2: B A D C came out. Wow! Don't yeah. be a dumb. Okay. <laughs> I,
1: I feel I feel Got remorseful it. about that. It wasn't it wasn't that I, bad, but I did tell her how I felt. Did she put it back? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how that went, but she, I know she was new there and she wasn't around too much longer. Oh, oh, that makes so, so yeah. he shouldn't have been that much longer no i don't Especially think that in that the gyms
2: me. you train at <laughs> your gyms are you know that's one thing that i do find is is interesting is when trainers do that because i'm always aware of who's using everything around me sure sure like literally yeah. everything even if i'm not going to use it i know that the lady in pink is doing this glute blaster you know like i just know i don't know why i pay attention so it's weird to me that you not only did you know who it was, but you literally watched me undo it and turn my back. Yeah. And you thought, I won't ask.
1: Yeah. I'll I'm just slip in
2: you. here. Change everything, change the weight, change the handle. Yeah, you <laughs> I don't even like when Nikki moves the seat of my freaking truck. I'm like, just drive it where I sit. Figure it out. Mirrors moved ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you haven't pro you haven't programmed her in on the door yet? Isn't she driver number two? there should
2: be no driver number twos in your truck
0: (laughs) see i have a system i have a system the top one is me driving number two Mm -hmm. is the mirrors down so i can see the lines on the on the ground when i park Ah, Oh, nice and then number three is mirrors in seat back Nap when are taking a nap nap? position. I knew that the nap 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 was there.
2: Wow, I like it. Should actually say N instead of three. (laughs) And
0: number three is nap, yeah, yeah. So that's my seat, anyways. Sidebar, sunroof
2: closes in so it gets darker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Windows auto tint
0: to get darker. The James Bond's car
2: (laughs) that is beautiful. Now everyone's looking at picking up a new Ford Explorer. Um, okay, I I, I feel like I just shared something really personal. Yeah. Is your car white, by the way? Yes. I hate you. I hate driving down the road and a white Explorer pulls in behind me and I like have to question, is that a cop? <laughs> is it not a cop? I hate you know, that No, It never guy. even crossed my mind. I've always liked white
0: SUVs and it and, and never even crossed my mind. And then after I got it, I was like, why do people drive really slow in front of me all the time?
1: Huh. They don't do the white hair yeah. anymore in Detroit. They're all black cars or brown. We do silver. both. Okay. Yeah. I feel like in, the, in a proper
2: game of cops and robbers, <laughs> there should be some sort of a sign that says you're a cop. Mm-hmm. Because my big ass truck is the sign that I am a robber. Like, <laughs> this is not fair. Right? It's not fair. Uh, I don't even I got remember what in we a were talking zone about last week. Ooh, I, What were you doing I, I, stalking a school? I pull in, all right? I'm not thinking, I'm pulling, driving, and I see him, and I'm like, oh, and he flips around. I don't even, like, hit the brakes. I just keep going. Yeah. Pulls me over, and he walks up. He's like, hey, I'm like, what's up, man? I already had my stuff out, handing out the window. He's like, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, yeah, I was going way to too fast. He goes, 42 and a 25. He goes, you know this the school zone? I'm like, well, I'm heading to pick up a kid, so you'd think I'd know that. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. He walks away, comes back, he's like, how long you been here? I said, cause my plates are in Arizona. I said, I, I still have both. Cause my business is in Arizona. He goes, Oh, cool. Yeah. Slow down. See you later. I was like, my man, <laughs> lucky. I think he was that's just good. shocked that I looked him right in the face. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very clear on why you pulled me over. I was driving like an ass. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. That's,
0: that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's how I talk to cops.
2: They don't want to hear like <laughs> lies and excuses cause they know, you know? Nah. Yeah. But I <laughs> it's- actually been ages since I was pulled over, but, you were yeah. doing your job as while well. you pulled me over. I feel you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So we did have, like I said, a critique. It was a, a listener critique, a guy from Patreon. I'm going to see if I can pull these pictures up. He says. Um,
2: oh, if he's on Patreon, are we going to lie to him or are we going to be honest?
1: We got to be truthful. Wanna... He got in pretty good okay. shape. So there is that.
2: Okay. He's got okay. that coming
1: to him. Just wanted to make
2: sure I knew the rules yeah. of this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says, hey, Scott and crew, I have a question um, that I wanted to throw at the crew. Let's see. You guys are an integral part of my bodybuilding. Uh, Wow, he says, from PED radio and Bodybuilding Nerds radio to present. So that was like the shows we were doing in like 2015 and before that. We're
2: definitely lying. Got it. That's cool. Um. Um,
1: He's asking for a physique critique. And he says, the tanned pictures were from the Colorado Cup, 822. And then um, where he took the overall in bodybuilding and classic at 181. Um, then he says the frosty pictures, which are basically not tan, are from North Americans a few weeks later where I sucked down to middles and I ended up at the bottom of first callouts um, for both bodybuilding and classic at 176. Looks like he works with Phil Viz. He says Viz and I plan to put on some size on my arms and legs and then sucked down to 182 for classic in a national show to do in the next year or two. Um, he says any feedback would be great. Planning on focusing on classic for my second crack at the card. Thanks a million. So here were the shows where he. This is the show where he was a little heavier. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. and uh, he's nasty sliced. Love it. Yeah, he sure is. Not to lie, that's but, good. But wait, because he gets leaner. He gets leaner. Um, and then I didn't grab all the pictures. Here's one more. And you guys can tell me if you want me to bring anything back. I'm just gonna put them all up first, and then here, check this out. This is, this is definitely leaner. This was North Americans. Um, I didn't. Grab yeah, he's all. peeled. Yeah, I didn't grab Freaking all those pictures. Freaking, Freaking peeled. peeled. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So he looks great in the first round, but he's he's definitely that next level conditioning. Um it's just more the in the one we got
1: more frosty ones uh, you know the what glutes I appear I might yeah the glutes
0: to... appear harder in the frosty ones
1: yeah yeah so it was four pounds difference but, oh, but he's wondering yeah. what our critique is what should he i want to see the here?
2: if he had the side with the um
1: what what did he weigh in the uh in the frosty ones um, 176. He, 176. He was 181 at the other show. And
2: what can he be
1: at the at the national level show? It looks like 182. Sucked down to 182 for a classic at the national. So level he
2: level. he can he can put size on. Oh yeah yeah. He's got room to put on size and he. Here's the deal. Come in the condition you were frosty at 182. Because I don't see that you lost anything in your look really. I think you look improved, but you you just went to a bigger show. I mean yeah, it's simple. Yeah. You know, because he's still like, look at his back. Look at the thickness up top. Not even the lower back, not the condition. Like just make sure. Yeah. Make sure you're in that condition again. Like,
1: make sure you're
0: that shredded. That's, that's what you just, that's all you got to focus on. You know, if you're, if you're year yielded muscle, the muscle will be there. You know, um,
2: just come in that condition.
1: If you yeah, guys so If you look at suggest- that front lat or
2: that front ab and thigh you can still see his chest is still really full with his hands over his head in the yeah, uh, frosty good. kick. so there's no lack of fullness there it's just harder so yeah. yeah put on muscle and get sliced like that again and whatever you weigh obviously you've got to be under 182 but And and those
0: uh that Christmas tree is sick
1: Yeah it really is
0: yeah. you know that's you know, so is
1: there that's, anything that's specific you would say, like you need to bring up this or you need to oh, like, improve that well, or or is it just an everything kinda, thing or what do you guys think? That's
0: kind of off-season stuff. Um, I was kind of just looking at like show, but I mean, you know, he can never have too big of arms. I mean, he just kind of needs size everywhere because he's got good flow and he's got good shape. Like from the back, he's got good structure. He just needs to be bigger. But I'd say, you know, bring the arms up for sure. Um, and, uh, and everything else just come up evenly. Like, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing like he even has calves, you know, there's nothing that's like,
1: yeah,
2: not there. What do yeah, you think? Dusty? it's more. No, I agree. It's that when, when you're it's, it's funny, but it's a compliment when the answer is you just need more. That is it. Mm-hmm. And the arms did catch me a little. So I, I would say that would be a focal point. Cause I think, especially with classic having some, some big arms is definitely yeah. helpful. So, and you got room. I mean, if you're talking about six pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. yeah. How tall is he? How tall is he again? Muscle. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he say. said
1: height. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't yeah. say height. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah six yeah, pounds just, is a just,
2: lot. Just, so. <laughs> yeah. If you, you take a, six pounds of hamburger. Get off your waist. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take six pounds
0: of hamburger and pack it on each arm and delt and a bit on yeah. your back and a bit on your quads. And it's a lot
2: of meat. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny that people don't think of that when they think of adding muscle mass when they're like, Oh, yeah. So I, I, I was, I did this cycle and I, I put on 20 pounds of muscle. I'm like, No, do you realize you, you seen 20? Like, yeah. <laughs> 20 lot. pounds of you steak. Went picked up 20 pounds of steak at once? You yeah. think you dropped that on yourself in 12 weeks with, with all the fat trimmed off of it too? Yeah. 20 yeah. pounds Just of steak. Pure shredded <laughs> steak is what landed on yeah. you in 12 weeks. Yeah, I got a guy a actually lot. argue with me once about that because I said a great gain great would be twelve pounds of pure muscle in a year. It'd be a lot, I,
1: man. If you could do that, it would be you'd be 50 ton. pounds heavier, you know, plus. That's what I said. I always years. just
2: say, I always say three years is 36 pounds. Think about what 36 pounds would look like. Yeah. Real muscle. And then some guys are like, really? I've put that on in a cycle. I'm like, no, you no. haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: I tell yes. everyone my first cycle, this is how I look at it. My first cycle, I went from, I think I was 225 when I started. And it was just the D-ball. I've talked about it before, eight weeks of D-ball. And I went to like 235. So I gained about 10 pounds. And then after the cycle, I dropped down to 227. And I was at 227 for like ages, like six months. So I always say, oh, I gained two pounds of muscle on my first cycle. Right, And like, that sounds so pathetic, but I mean, my bench went up like 50 pounds a side and, and, you know, it was, it was, you know, to me, it was weeks. Yeah. There's another F bomb for you. Two. Two. I think with,
1: yeah, <laughs> it goes in pairs. <laughs> I'll leave a couple in this episode and we'll see, we'll see what happens. We're well know. above five, for the record.
2: Yeah, we are well above five. Matthew um, <laughs> Damon. Oh would man, be proud. Damon would be proud.
0: Uh, I, the best part was you both went two,
1: <laughs> the same time. <laughs> we we had talked about uh, like gym fights uh, and the you know throwing things through the drywall. In oh U- yeah, UC that Suma, Matt Marshall, who's also been to West Coast Iron. He said, the most memorable fight I can remember is when I was younger. A guy's girlfriend and wife showed up to surprise him at the same time. Hilarity ensued. That's fantastic. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a good one.
0: Like they came I together actually... in the same car?
1: No, oh, I think they like God. both were like, maybe it was his birthday or something. They're like, I'm going to go and surprise <laughs> him at the gym. Oh. That's what I gather, you know? Oh, That's man. phenomenal. That's yeah.
2: phenomenal. See, we I have I, one of those I, at our gym I, here, I, actually. And uh, the and the best part about the South to me is that the other woman is also a woman who on Instagram and everything is always posting about her happy family mm. and all this stuff. And she's pole jockeying some guy that's married at the gym mm. for months. And I'm like, that's interesting. But yeah, he doesn't train there anymore, but his wife still does. And I, I appreciate that. I'm like, that a girl. She's like, get out of my gym. That yeah. was... It's a positive move. Ah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. always was if he's going to get the gym. Yeah. that's. Did something. you ever I've see that? that? The, there was a, there was a thing that went out. Some it's same. situation happened to a guy online and his girlfriend and other girlfriend, I guess, like got together and they decided to punk him. They would post a picture to, and tag him and be, and, and you know, so they tag him and he reshares it in his stories and just says, my two girls both looking great. It's like that's genius. <laughs> doesn't back down. Just rolls it right back at him. <laughs> I'd oh, be like, now man. what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> he just made a strong announcement. He doesn't. You move. You, you move, move. Freaks quickly. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's just ready to just abort both of them. <laughs> yep, yeah, start fresh. Yeah. Immediately.
1: <laughs> well, that's Immediately. over. Yeah, <laughs> that's over. No, there's like, no, hey, baby, but there's no drama if you do that. You just let yeah. it explode.
0: Yeah. You don't. You don't know what happened. <laughs> let me explain.
2: Just nothing. Just share. Share. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Street cred through the roof, and neither of them ever called him again. Just um. clean my room. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. What else we got, Scott?
0: All right. So, oh, oh I have yeah. I have to say, I remember my story about my buddy Derek throwing the barbell through the wall. Yes, yes. yes. So I talked to him on Facebook. There you go. And he said when he, the episode began, he heard me say. That little clip that you put about you know, yep. he just chucked the bar through the wall, and he yep. turned to his wife. He said, Oh, I think this is about me.
2: <laughs> I think this is about me. Yes, I think this is about me. And his wife's like, What? He, yeah. Yeah. That's and amazing.
0: Then, and he said that that's exactly how it happened. He said, yeah. You remembered exactly how it happened. He came yeah. in, grabbed the bar, speared it through the wall, just pitched it through. It, like, skidded on the floor. Yeah. Wait, did oh. it go straight through? Yeah, he speared it through. Just threw oh, it through re- like a spear. I thought it just,
1: like, punched it. I didn't realize it Oh, no, he slowly. chucked right it.
0: Through. Threw, threw it right through the wow. wall. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah.
2: the greatest story ever. I love that his wife was like, wait, what?
0: Yeah, so imagine that's it mean. blowing out the
1: other side of the wall and, like, landing <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Imagine being With on the all other
2: the, side of the wall. All the busted
1: up sheetrock everywhere. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. 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 When wow. you said you were like, I, I you know, I, that might not have been what happened, but that's how I remember. I thought you were saying that to like give him a, an out. You know what I mean? Like- yeah. No, he, <laughs> he
0: he he messaged me. He's like, that's exactly what happened. So I just uh, I th- <laughs> I felt I felt good about my memory at least. At yeah. Least, like, oh, no, that's fantastic. It like, <laughs> wasn't like you know a manufactured yeah. piece together memory. No, see,
1: I thought you knew, but you were like doing that for right. like I could have been wrong. You know, I maybe. Yeah, I was like hoping
0: I was pretty correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Ted from Patreon has some over unders for us. And you got a couple of decent ones in there. Thanks, Ted. So, Ted says um, some over unders for it's just bodybuilding. Uh, McDonald's breakfast is the first one. Drastic over for me.
0: Huge over. Yeah. Just like f- disgusting.
2: Why? Yeah. The oh, I just. Feed. It's plastic. Yeah what about that's compared to their other
1: food how about that though
2: no so the problem is is when i've had that because i've i've i mean in the last year i've had that thinking oh i just got to get something we're getting on the road it's like swallowing a brick and then driving somewhere i mean it just sits in your stomach it weighs 36 pounds it was two little sandwiches terrible Oh, yeah,
0: that, uh, that, yeah. McDonald's breakfast is a lesson I learned a long, long time ago, and I try to live my life where I don't have to learn lessons repeatedly. <laughs> you know, there's some lessons I've, you know, taught myself a couple thousand times,
2: <laughs> but I try to
0: minimize that. And McDonald's breakfast is one of the ones that I've been able to like. Nah, not doing that. Yeah, yeah. doing that twice. All right. Like all right. I would rather like I don't, I'm in a stage of my life where I would just fast.
1: Okay. I would yeah. just
0: go, "Oh, this is a challenge. I got no food except for McDonald's." Now, nah, I'm just going to drink a liter of water and I'm going to David Goggins this.
1: Yeah.
0: Right up and I'm just going to kick into fat burning mode for 3 more hours till I get home.
2: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> if there's a McDonald's, then there's a there's a gas station nearby. And I've actually been fascinated at what is in a gas station. Like if you really, if you want to eat decently, you can in a gas station. Like we're not talking about pulling out a great, like flawless meal, but there is right. food there that like, like you said, I could satiate myself for the rest of my trip without swallowing a brick. So yeah, no.
0: Yeah. And there's even like, there's even things that in my mind are better alternatives. Like for example, I've seen like in—I don't know if it was Seven Elevens, but in some sort of gas station where there's like, like roasted chicken wings. Like they're not even—you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're yep. like, if you just tore tore a bunch of the meat off that and just ate that, you'd get like a bunch of actual real chicken meat, and you'd have some fat in there too, obviously, because they're not the leanest. It's not the leanest cut of meat, but you'd actually have real meat, and you would know no carbs at all. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's like that angle like at least you're getting real chicken you know because it's always a thing like is it real meat like you know that's why i don't eat that sort of stuff because most of the time it's not but the odd time i'll notice i'm like oh that's actually like a meat that's edible yeah, you know what yeah. i mean so
1: i ate there twice this year mcdonald's neither of them were more, well no neither of them were more breakfast in the airport on my way to manchester And then in Manchester, because then when I got there, I was like, I've never been to England before. I wonder if their McDonald's is the same. Guess what? It is. But the people are nicer inside. There was that. And there was a guy by the trash can who was like, here, let me take that for you, sir. It was was quite an experience. There was that. That's funny. Yeah, (laughs) I would still say over, especially for the breakfast, because even if you like it, you you get like two sandwiches and a coffee and it's like fourteen dollars. And those sandwiches are a lot smaller. Than if you were to buy lunch and get, you know, like big old burger and fries. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. Um, Number two, over underrated, C-bums, mustache, anabolic ratio.
2: Two factors wow. for that. You know this is true. Number one, it only works for Chris. Uh, many it, try. And I want people succeeding. to understand that when they stop it, because they just look like they're trying to pretend to be cops. Yeah. <laughs> no good um second thing is i think that chris actually does that because his physique is better than all of ours (laughs) fucking door
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's muting the wrong part
2: and unmuting the wrong part who rings a doorbell
0: not during a podcast
1: ron take over
0: See, I, I'm just—I just love seeing the chaos at Dusty's house. Occasionally, oh, yeah, yeah. See, he loves that. He loves how he was making a point, and now he's interrupted.
1: He was, yeah,
0: he, yeah. You know, I, I'll say this. I'm, like you said, it only works for Chris, and 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 what I was going to say was, you know, it's very overrated because Chris would be Chris without it. That was my point.
1: Yeah, but would we you recognize know. him walking down the street?
0: Ah, I don't know like He has Clark- a
1: beard in the off season We would still oh, recognize him Yeah, that's
2: true Like Clark, Clark Kent with the glasses Yeah, was you it- don't even know it's Superman anymore As soon as the glasses are on
1: Ron, was that you that sent us that video At the Olympia Of a guy who pretended to be Chris And he put on like a <laughs> fake mustache and a hoodie and Yeah, he put like on a- the
0: Carhartt jacket
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah And he yeah. Like, he was walking through the Olympia And people were like, oh man, what's up brother? And he ended up like taking pictures he signed that started that out that
0: guy's belt Yeah <laughs> like just imagine that guy's got like (laughs) everyone on his belt for real he's got kai green he's got phil heath he's been carrying that belt around i'm just building this up in my head like what was that belt that he signed like was that a belt that that guy's taken because i've signed the odd belt that has been taken to like every expo and has like dozens of names on it right that that person is really collecting And then I've seen belts where they just like happen to buy a belt that day at the expo, and they just happen to get a few guys to sign it, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a bit of a difference, but it's still that guy's belt, and you're not Chris Bumstead.
1: What do you do though? You were that day, yeah. What do you do? Do you do you tell as Chris Bumstead? Do you tell him, "No, I'm not going to sign your belt." I mean, even worse now. Chris Bumstead is a Right, <laughs> right, talk, right 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 it, so it's like the right
2: thing he did the right thing he Did lied. the right thing
0: <laughs> but i guess i guess the main thing i'd have the problem with is 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 including that like like i guess what what the guy doesn't know won't hurt him you know <laughs> until he sees the video Probably. and then he sees the video and now he's like crushed he's like oh i'm the i'm the oh i imagine
1: but he went into it with like the hood on and i think he had glasses on and he had handlers around him. Just and keep first, walking. Yeah, just, just keep walking. He just kept walking, kept his head down. But by the end, he was like hoodie off, hitting poses with people. And everybody was like just lighting it up, taking pictures and stuff. It's, <clears throat> it's wild. It's funny. All right. Next one was specialty bars, like trap bars, Swiss bars, yokes, etc. Hmm.
0: Well... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say overrated. For me, but I guess if you're a power lifter, maybe they're underrated. I, I don't know. That one's like hard because they're not really things that I feel I need. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, they'd be overrated. Like I I never use. We have a we you know we have a, a safety squat bar that I that I would use if I squatted more. But I never really used a trap bar, Swiss bar. I never really used anything like that, so I'd say overrated.
2: I'm with you. I also think that oftentimes <clears throat> they're they're overrated if you don't need them for what you do is what you kind of nailed just now. Because I see people using um, like a trap bar to avoid learning how to deadlift. Mm, yeah. You know, I really do think that that's a, a lot of the issues. Like you cannot sell me on the idea that a trap bar deadlift is more valuable than a deadlift. So just learn how to do it. You know, um, there are other bars, you know, like you said, that, that have their value if that's within your wheelhouse. But if you're bodybuilding or physique building, I don't think it's really necessary.
1: Okay. A couple more. We'll make them quick. BCAAs by themselves.
2: I'm going to say underrated now because everyone now craps on them. Can I say craps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Think you're allowed. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, 10 years ago they were overrated. Now they're underrated yeah, yeah. because everyone says they're garbage and they absolutely have their place. I can tell a difference when I use them the end and everyone's like those are garbage you should only use the as those will kill you or whatever they say I'm it's the trend that's trying to get me but whatever
1: all right yeah and the last but not least uh chucks for lifting this was uh this was an easy one i think for dusty of course
2: course it's underrated (laughs) (laughs) go ahead ron we'll give you the real answer now
0: (laughs) my my answer to this is um I, I get how it's good to be aware of what's going on with your feet. And I get that it's good to understand how things work and all that stuff. But I, I think that it is one of the things that has gone way off track for how important it actually is to most people. Yeah. Some people have collapsed arches. Some people have all these problems with their feet. Some people... You can just wear whatever shoe they want to the gym to train. You're fine. You don't need any, like, as a bodybuilder. It's coming. I'm trying not to. As a bodybuilder, I wore, like, I just, I liked Adidas high tops. I used to train in basketball shoes all the time. I did a million sets of squats in basketball shoes, a million sets of leg press in Adidas and, and, in you know, Converse Cons. And I wore all those, like, all the high tops and wore all that stuff, trained in anything. The only thing we used to say is, you don't want to squat with like springy running shoes, like yeah. stuff that has like low, you know, the stuff, yeah. stuff that's for running that has like a real springy heel, yeah. like yeah. the Nike shocks and stuff. We used to always just be aware of like that type of shoe. Like it's kind of weird to squat in because you can feel yourself moving more. Um, but we just trained in whatever we were wearing because that was the shoe we like to wear for gym fashion. Like that was the only thought we had in our head. The whole thing about feet – like literally the first memory i have in bodybuilding of anyone giving a shit what you were wearing for shoes was in around 2008 when ben Pikulski started wearing vibrams i remember that that yeah. was the that was the pinnacle like the 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 moment when all of a sudden everyone was talking about what shoes should you wear at the gym up until that moment nobody had anything really to say about it powerlifters wore chucks but it was just kind of a thing that you're like oh yeah these powerlifters wearing chucks but we didn't really talk about it it wasn't really that big of a deal and and then the 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 foot thing came in and you know all that stuff about you know should you you know have your you know heels anything under your heels should you have a totally flat foot and then squat shoes came in they became a thing with elevated heel guys are bringing another pair of shoes just to squat in You know, and all that stuff. But up until like two thousand seven eight, nobody cared.
1: Yeah.
2: You did so good there. So good. That was perfect. About not swearing. The rest of it was fine, too.
1: I could tell you wanted to (coughs) a couple times, you know. Yeah,
2: I felt it, too. I felt a little pressure. I had a little pressure. You brought it back. And I agree a million percent. And I have to say, just because it's funny, the majority of anything that I do in regards to what carbs I drink or what shoes I wear is just because I like it. I buy chucks because I'm cheap with tennis shoes and I like them and I can have multiple pairs. Cause I like them to match my hat. Cause I'm like a 10 year old, just like you run. And that's and like the whole to reason behind it. Like that's it. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, those are $50 and they're still cool. And, and I'm just also, replace them whenever you need to. Yeah. I'm also cautious of the fact that when you are 41 years old, and a really cool new style comes out. You have to remind yourself, I am 41. And if I buy those shoes, I will look like a 41-year-old trying to look like I'm 25. And I am not. So I'll just keep my old man chucks on over here until I'm old <laughs> enough to start wearing some new balance and mowing the lawn. You know? There you go. No yeah. biggie. <laughs>
1: All right. This one wasn't a question. I thought it was a good idea, though. So I wanted to put it up for our audience. He says... uh Hi, Ron, Dusty, and Scott. Really appreciate the content. I find myself watching you guys weekly and really appreciate the humor, knowledge, and banter. I was thinking of a segment where you guys show someone's top set of the week, either one of the guys or a listener submitted one. It would be entertaining, and you guys could give pointers as necessary. Thanks for all. Thanks for all the work you put in. And I'm going to tell people if they want to post something, like over at the Think Big Facebook group for top set of the week, and we see something good over there, and I can remember, I'd be happy to... it into the show that'd be cool you know yeah
0: i I don't mind that idea in fact i already did something like that when we used to do our live show from the mutant office back in 2015-16 when we were streaming live over youtube we would do these mutant live broadcasts we would announce them on facebook and we'd have a bunch of people watching on Facebook. And it was like a news, newsroom type show. I would give an update. I would talk about our, our trip to the Arnold Classic. I would you know, introduce a segment where we'd show a fan doing like set of the week.
1: That's cool. Right?
0: Yeah. And then I'd get set of the week from one of the mutants. So maybe yeah. I'd message Dusty and say, hey, can you send us a set this week? And I'll air it on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we did that sort of stuff on, on um, we used to call it Mutant Live.
1: I like that. Um,
0: yeah. So that, that was like a long time ago, but that's that's a cool thing that, um, that uh, you know, it, it gets people going too because, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You know, I feel people like. People
0: post if- a set and other people come on and go, you had one more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about this one from Chris? He says, uh, question for the next episode. Uh, I've been playing with the idea of opening a small gym, not open to the public, just for personal clients that I train under supervision, personal training. Uh, do you think this can work? I'm already satisfied to have more space for my home gym, so I can get in more machines for myself, um, and the clients would be a bonus. Of
2: course, it's a good
1: idea. Of course, I, it, I can, like-
2: it can
0: work. Yeah, it's right. I know lots of people that do that for a living. They never leave their house.
2: Yeah, the, the, the biggest thing to look at in that scenario: this is all business options is literally stop saying can it work and saying how does it work because you know people that have done Uh, it so it can work how do i make it work once you figure out that part you're set i mean like ron said i know guys that literally started their home gym during the that word i can't say that two years ago took place where we all couldn't go to the gym
1: that's when i started and
2: then they now that's their whole business because now they're like oh my clients come here and then they're like why would i change this i have this gym i don't leave the house everyone's a winner we're not waiting for stuff Yeah. yeah yeah Just figure it out and make it work. I mean, plus you have a gym for yourself, and if you ever want out of it, you sell the equipment. There you go. Yeah. All
1: right. How about a about, uh, question about proteins? Uh, Johan, who's been uh, commenting on a lot of our stuff, really uh, um, supportive listener. He says, uh, Thank you, sir. I would like to know if there's any major downside to using a protein blend post workout instead of ordinary whey. I'm already using a blend to make a protein paste together with my oatmeal, and thinking of using it post-workout as well, since I like the taste and consistency better. If I recall, Skip mentioning something about blends on an episode of Blood, Sweat, and Gear, uh, but didn't go into depth about it. Thanks.
0: Absolutely. Like when when he says blend, what exactly does he mean? I'm thinking whey, casein, protein. egg yeah. protein, all mixed yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's completely fine. Like no worries at all. Just. Do your thing.
2: That's the the reason that that's brought up is because that's back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where we used to have that big push. You need to way right after training because it digested yeah. quicker and all that. Yeah. Um, keep weight. in mind that that I jam down the uh, like I like to eat whole foods. The majority of my day is whole foods, and oftentimes post workout is whole foods. I think we overthink that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just not the end of the world. So yeah, if you like it better, rock it. You're not you're buying one less protein too
1: yeah all right jay says um ron dusty i already read that one never mind good job yeah (laughs) um kenneth says a question for ron um i know you're into guitar but if the two rock gods had a drum solo challenge between neil pert and john bonham who wins He says, too, he says, also, I signed up for Patreon, um, but I'm on TDI for kidney failure. Going to do surgery uh, for the port sometime in February. Once I'm back financially, I'm going to contribute to you guys. Listen, anybody who's on kidney issues, anybody going to the hospital, please don't send any of your money to Patreon. Save your money, all of it. In fact, you know what? Patreon's good for people that... Have that like five extra bucks if they can contribute to us. But if you need it, please don't send it. We want you to be able to eat your food and pay your medical bills first. So I Sorry, Ron, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Totally, totally.
1: Yeah. But we appreciate everybody who can.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. Well, sorry, I forgot what the first part oh. of the question because I got.
1: Yeah, Neil Pert.
0: Oh yeah, the two rock yeah, and John Neil Bonham Perk and John Bonham, yeah, yeah.
1: Neil, who's Neil Peart. I don't even know.
0: Neil Peart's is. the drummer from Rush.
1: Oh, he's good, huh?
0: Yeah, he's a, so you know, the, yeah, and and the progressive, yeah. You know that complicated like all the weird timing signatures that Rush had and they they were like that, you know, real prog band, right, you know? And so prog drummers are often the best. I mean, you know, Danny Carey from Tool also, mm. I mean, you know, tools, very progressive in their, their metal genre. Right. Um So Neil Pert and John Bonham, I mean, for me, John Bonham would win that he's, you know, to me, he was that, that, that classic seventies drummer, like in, you know, I mean Led Zeppelin. Right. So that's, that to me, it would be what I would go with, you know, I was never a massive rush fan, but I just really appreciate their level of musicianship and, and all that. And I actually appreciate Rush more now than I've ever appreciated them. Hmm. It's still just not like, they're not one of my favorite bands, but like when, when they used to come on, I used to actually turn the, the station cause I didn't really like Rush. But then as I got more like appreciative of the musicians that my favorite bands keep listing, you know what I mean? Like you see, you see an interview with one of your favorite musicians hmm. and they mention Rush and, and, you know, they, they all mention Rush. You're like, ah, oh, I should really, like, give Rush more of a chance, you know? So I eventually, like, <laughs> can, I can handle them now. But, yeah.
2: I just love that you know all their names of a yeah. band you don't even really enjoy. You're like, oh, well, that's the band. He was born in 1937. and he, Yeah. Why do you yeah. know this?
0: Well, we're Canadian, too. So we know that Rush is Geddy Lee on the bass singing. Obviously. Alex, Alex Lifeson on guitar. And Neil Pert on the drums. We just know that
2: we're Canadians. It's, it's in the DNA. That's why I don't know because I'm not Canadian. Thank God. I thought I was just dumb. Anyways. You know. <laughs> we just Ron, know it. You, Maple syrup you, you, comes from trees. <laughs> beavers build dams. You know, beavers. Never mind. Um <laughs> <Neil laughs>
0: Pert's a drummer for a Rush. <laughs>
1: And that is all we had for listener questions this week. Well, That's I know a Dusty. Solid had a, week.
0: I, I know Dusty had a few. Can we do a few years, Dusty?
2: Yes. I feel like I have, still one, I have one. I have one that I have to point out, and this is possibly judgment. Uh-oh. It's definitely judgment, but Uh-oh. I don't care. Oh, but I gotta course. bring it up. <laughs> I gotta bring it up. And Ron, don't say if you get into this one, but. You're gonna trigger
1: Ron. Is that what you're saying right now? You're gonna. I
2: think it will because I think he'll understand me. I don't. Okay, so a pet peeve of mine with our industry is people who, while they're bodybuilding, let their entire life fall apart around them. Yes.
1: Yes. Their
2: relationships go to hell. Their job goes to hell. All these things go to hell. When I see someone post their pictures on Instagram, and their kitchen has dirty clothes on the counter, and objects i won't say the s word all over the freaking place i can't even look at your physique because i'm like your life is a disaster and i know it's a disaster not just because it's a disaster because you posted that picture and thought nothing of it you just <laughs> here i am and all i see is that you have panties on the damn countertop a stack of them and then, I, and then I'm psychotic, so I go to your page and I scroll down and I realize that all of your pictures look that way. Six months ago, your progress pictures looked like that. Oh, and then I find out you're a trainer and I think, you can't possibly be organized enough to take my money if that's your kitchen. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I saw that at 2 in the morning the other day. I sent it to five people. I lost my mind. I was like, How? Do you live like this and then I just assume that your entire life is a disaster. I'm like, but you got a good bicep. But you're shredded.
0: Anyways, Dust, go ahead. Dusty dusty I I am like very also you no know, I am very judgmental with certain things. And 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 I, I like you know you see those hilarious pictures of like, you know, the chick showing her ass in the mirror but there's like a log in the toilet. Yeah, or like a child you those, standing there. Yeah, like it's just funny, like the you know awareness sort of thing that you you notice the odd thing. You are like, ah, oh, they didn't look at this picture. This is a disaster.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that that was my big one. That was not a viewer thing, just me. You
1: know, how, how do you feel about that, Scott? Yeah, I um, I don't know. I guess I guess I I get it. You know, I I feel like I had been on that end of things at one time. I feel like before I had worked for myself, there was like a, a three, four year period of time where I did not have the organization that I have now. And I'm still not great at it, but I, I feel like I would at least, if I were still in that place, I would at least pick up my panties off of the table and put them in a, in a drawer. Well, you have those, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> before, before I took the picture. You know, like I, I, I don't know. I feel like you should at least just move the camera over here. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm all about still having a, a good picture, even if my life was a, a disaster. Having this, there's been. You should, if, yeah. If you, if your life is a disaster, you should still put it out there on Instagram that you've got it all together, people. Yeah. Yeah. lie to us, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lie to <laughs> us. But it is. I mean, it's, it's just weird to me. It's just. Yeah.
2: It, it really is because I'm like, I can't even. I didn't even look at you. Yeah, I didn't even look at you. Um, okay, so there's a couple more that actually were uh, really solid. This is another one that came up at the gym today. So, but I had to point it out because I want to know if it happens in your gym, Ron. Okay. So, and I and I feel like this is back to our governments doing a great job of brainwashing. So, a very, very regular thing in our gym is for someone to get done, go get the towel and the sanitary spray, spray everything wipe it down and then leave all their weights and walk away (laughs) that's a thing huh and i mean i'm not talking about one person it happens on i'm like listen dude you were sitting in a t-shirt you're not training hard enough to sweat i don't even care if you spray it down but if you could just take your weights off yeah if i need it sprayed i can do that myself when i get there like and i know someone's over there going oh i need it clean i really don't care
1: yeah no,
2: leaving, like, I don't understand how, so you have the wherewithal to know that you should clean. I mean, they're cleaning the, the handles of dumbbells and yeah. then leaving them on the floor. I'm like, what? Yeah, and it's the normal thing. I see it literally all the time. I've never seen like, that. So is that wow. a thing? Yeah, I've I've never no,
0: no. I, I, I wish everyone would get past the spraying everything. The, the, the only thing that you have to spray and wipe down is if you sweat on something. Like, yes. if, you know, if you're, really if you're like wet. yeah, it's a, but, um, I mean, we have hand sanitizers all over the gym. You stick your hand under them and you go like that and your mm. hands, you know, kills everything on your hands. So, you know, you shouldn't even actually have to wipe any of the handles down because you should just use hand sanitizer every once in a while and you're fine. Mm. Um, but, uh, some people still want to wipe machines. Um, we don't, yeah, you don't have to. You know, some people are obsessive about it. Obviously it's courtesy things. So if you sweat on something, you should wipe it down.
1: Yeah. But yeah. you know,
0: some people have like a hoodie on, they're not sweating on anything, you know, like a hammer row or something. There's nothing to wipe. Like, I don't, I don't care.
2: Yeah. Very, very odd to me. Uh, and this was a good question that I, that I thought I'd ask you guys. Why does the word influencer come with a negative connotation?
1: Mm.
2: Um. Well, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's because anyone can claim it. So there's no like standard of anything. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like there's, it's, it's not like you have to be certified as like, oh, if you make, you know, if you're making five grand a month from your, your Instagram, you can classify yourself uh, as classified as a, you know, significant income and call yourself an influencer. It's nothing like that. You know, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are influencers that actually make no money at all from their social media.
1: Nor are they influencing anyone.
0: Nor are they actually influencing anything. It's all an illusion that they're creating to try to like fake it till they make it. It's it's the ultimate example. So, and I see it everywhere. Like, hey guys, today we're testing this product. You know, it's awesome, blah, 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 blah. And they make it sound like the company sent it to them for free for them to do the episode yeah but they Mm -hmm. bought it and just did the episode to create content and put it out there and no one actually paid them at all so um there's a lot of that but it you know if they do that sort of stuff they can appear to align with brands they can show off the new watch of whatever brand and if they do it enough times people start to like literally think that they're sponsored by that watch right you know yeah so, there's a lot of like that sort of stuff going on too. You have to like, you know, read between the lines
2: and look for the actual links, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I it was funny because that question came up. And simultaneously, I asked a friend of mine about a uh, property that they have up in Montana that like they do everything. You can go skeet, shoot, you can do all this kind of stuff. And they own this huge ranch. And uh, I was like, I, as soon as I realized he had it, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely, um, look at dates and, and come uh, become a customer of yours and he sends back to me he says uh, well he goes, uh, we actually do influencer packages um, so I'll say you the price goes, sorry to use that word and oh, I literally man. responded back with like go, I love that word it pays my bills because <laughs> I stopped being a bodybuilder five years ago and I'm still making money from bodybuilding so I think it's funny because like the general public has decided it's a bad word and I'm like, oh no, no right Right. I love that word. It's the only reason Ron and I still exist.
1: I like that take. I hadn't thought (laughs) about that. Yeah. You know, know, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah.
2: You know, so it, it was just a funny thing that happened. Literally. I got that question and then he and I were texting. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. This is a good word. And I'm like, I also think it's awesome that a place like that actually does it. Cause I'm like, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I could totally see the amount of content I could create there and the fun and and people would definitely be down. So it, it's uh, it was an interesting piece, which I will be going and will be posting and cool. we'll be talking about it from there. So it'll be pretty sick. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, very very awesome. cool.
1: But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I gotta say, awesome. I remember the first time somebody called me an influencer, and it was early on in the like the development of that word. It was uh, Becky who does my uh, uh, or at the time was doing my deep tissue work. And she said something, and she said, "Well, you're an influencer." She was like, "That's that's what you do." I was like, "Huh? Okay." I just like I, literally, I thought about it for a minute, you know, and I was like, "Okay, I guess I kind of am an influencer." I don't see myself that way, you know, right? And uh, we do it in a different way, I think. But also, I used to tell people that I had a podcast years ago. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do? Well, I, you know, I, I'm a coach and I'm a podcaster, and people are like, "Oh, podcaster? What, what's that?" You know. And nowadays, if you say, "Oh, I'm a podcaster," then the response is, "My sister has a podcast." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're at that stage in the
0: in the development of the culture. <laughs> the, the, we're in the "my sister has a podcast" yeah. level of development.
1: Yeah, which it's interesting. I remember in, in a history of photography class, um, there was a point in history where only people who were very rich and and people who really knew what they were doing could take a photograph. It was very complicated equipment. It was very expensive. It was hard to get a hold of. And then they developed something they called the hand camera. And that was a camera that you just had in a little box in your hand and you clicked it. And like all the old OG photographers, they all said, at this point, photography is dead, dead because they thought this is it. You know, it's like in the hands of the normal average person. But the reality right. is, I mean, look at how what's happened with photography since that was like in the 1910s or 20s, something like that, you know. Right. Which, yeah. So I don't know. a hundred years ago. Photography yeah. Is dead. Yeah. The, the development of the hand <laughs> camera. And then it just blew up from there, you know. So I always uh, think of that as a similar type thing, you know.
2: So I have, a, I have a good one that we could probably close out on since we're getting close to the end here. Biggest mistake you made in your bodybuilding career? Hmm. I know it's a tough one and I've made so many, it's very tricky. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I do five of the biggest? ever? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I got, I got just a little
0: bit too heavy several times and it it made it difficult for me to get in the type of condition that like there was several years where i looked really good but i was like fuck i, I wasn't quite where i wanted to be you know because i was in mm-hmm. really good shape several times but there were also like a handful where i don't know i don't know i like think the end result you just want to look can you look better at any of those shows you know you think there's a few i could have looked better at Mm-hmm. but are, is or is the regret more of like a training thing long term, like I shouldn't have hurt my back or something like that? Mm. you know right. I don't know it's hard, it's hard to say. What about
2: you, Scott?
1: I can think of uh a lot uh, but the <laughs> one that I think really sticks out to me is that and this is kind of like a twofold. So, you know I I I moved back to Michigan and I took a blue collar job and left my life. Uh, you know, I went to school for photography, left all that behind. And I wanted to rethink my life. And at the time, that's when I got back into training and I got serious with it. And I didn't really focus on my job at all. I just took a job. I just took a job that I had gone, I'd worked it while I'd gone through college. And then from there, the the company went under, so I took another job, and that's when I started working for the pop company. And I just Mm -hmm. was like, I'm just working my job and it allows me to do the things I want to do bodybuild and I can eat meals when I want. And that's all I cared about. And I didn't think about like trying to excel at that job because I really didn't like it. But like I said, it was comfortable. And so I stayed there. But so that was one problem. The other problem was I expended so many calories doing a job that I didn't like. Like I got to a point where I could eat McDonald's every day. On top of all my food and I still had abs like it was really really hard for me to grow because I needed to eat so much food and eventually Mm -hmm. it went to like adding crap food and then I screwed up my digestion and really when I look back at it it was a job I didn't really care about I should have taken another job that it could have been another job I didn't care about I don't care you know whatever it was but I could have done something else and been able to grow better in bodybuilding not having to push my digestion as hard as I did. And that would have probably mm-hmm. been, honestly, for me, the single biggest mistake that I probably made.
2: Nice. That mm-hmm. makes sense. In a twofold so, way,
1: you know? I could have focused on my job, too, right? Like I cheated. Job. yeah.
2: I cheated by letting you guys answer first so I could think longer. Um, <laughs> and I figured it out, though, during you guys' answers. So the biggest mistake I made in bodybuilding was not being present along the way mm. um i didn't start getting like pictures and things like that for memories until i had air quote made it and i wish now in hindsight i had more of the memory like, i got the memories but i wish i had yeah. more paper from all those times like the times when you were just you know like for example on sunday uh me and two of my buddies train um it's the only day we train together every sunday we train legs and it feels like my entire life when I was younger. I would just meet my boys at the gym, the goal was to kill ourselves before we went home. And we're doing that mm-hmm. now, once a week. And I'm like, man, I wish I would have realized that those were some of the best times of my bodybuilding. We're just me and the yeah. boys in the gym. Like, uh, of all the great memories I have and shows and travel, even when you break it down, I know Ron will agree with this, like, some of my greatest mutant memories Ron and I at the gym training. It's mm. like, so when you realize that as the higher end of your career, you realize I had that for years. And I think a lot of people that are chasing this, whether it's the pro card or the influencer or whatever, aren't realizing they're already in the coolest part of the process. Yeah. Which is yeah, training I, with your friends and loving it. Yeah.
0: I can't believe I don't have more photos of training with the guys like, all those, those two years in Australia, hardly have any pictures of us even together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we take pictures at events and stuff, but yeah. pictures at the gym, hardly yeah. any. You know what I mean? It's just really funny. I'm lucky. it wasn't something we thought about.
1: I did because it was kind of like I, you know, I said, coming from my old world of photography, coming to this. Well, not only that, but the second thing was, is like I had a great appreciation for having found something new. You know, find something else that I could love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to. So I have like I still every day I get a new Facebook memory of a video I shot training with Shelby or doing something or, you know. Right. Right. My second prep, I started documenting pictures from like the first week. And I posted them on a message board. And actually, I used that to get free supplements because I was using this company's supplements. And I said, uh, you know, these are the supplements I'm using. I'm posting in their message board. And I said, I'm 16 weeks out. These are the supplements I'm taking. This is what my diet is. This is what I look like. I was a middleweight, you know. Right. And then I got peeled, and it like then it uh, they ended up paying me later because they're like, hey, you're you're really good at this, you know. So like it turned into something, That's but it cool. was all because I had th- all those pictures, you know, all along the way. Yeah.
2: I think people should do more of that though, though, because it is something I, I go back now. Um, both of my girls love to train now, which is awesome. So I go back to the gym in the afternoon and train them.
1: Yeah.
2: And I see these young kids in the gym that that all of the old timers like us get irritated by, and I don't. I just see dudes at the gym doing what they do, whether they know what they're doing or not, training hard, having fun. And I'm like, man, enjoy this because it's literally as good as it gets. Mm. You just get better at it, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So soak that up is my answer for the question. That's the only, that's that's the biggest error I have. And I actually don't have any pictures from stage. When I was younger, I used to even say it. Like my mom would be like, are you going to buy the pictures? I'm like, no, I'm going to wait till I get better. So I have none. And I'm like, right. What I would pay for the 186 pound dusty on stage. It wasn't even in very good shape. Just to have those pictures would be awesome. Yeah. You know, so, that's it. Thanks for letting me cheat off you guys. <clears throat> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> so, that's it, man. Good. I thought that was okay. solid. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope everyone really enjoyed the uh, live interview on Wednesday.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. That we haven't
0: done yet. <laughs> but you guys it's, have uh, seen.
2: Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it
0: should be a good one. So, we're looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah. Do we just like, share, subscribe, comment, and... Ring the bell and also and remember I am mutant.com, mutant big supporters of the show. Go on there, you got Dusty20 and Big Ron20 to get 20% off. So definitely use the code. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And, and uh, you know, last couple episodes, I really enjoyed reading the uh, comments on YouTube as well. Yes. So I love keep the those up and uh remember questions what are we doing scott questions on youtube get priority
1: yes questions on youtube and if you're on patreon i have a thread that i put up over there too so
0: okay awesome nice okay thanks guys hardcore set
1: of the week that'd be cool to see oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 tag
0: us up tag us up in a few and uh yeah we like the idea okay remember everybody it's just bodybuilding